0: Welcome back to another episode of Tank Talks. On this week's episode, we skip the interview and go right to the Weekly Rundown Show with John Ruffalo. All right, John, thanks for jumping back in the tank. We got an emergency conversation here. <laughs> Holy shit, what a whirlwind of weekend with Sam Altman and the OpenAI board dysfunction. I don't even know where to start. I think just to kind of rehash what happened over the course of the weekend for our listeners who may have been living under a rock, OpenAI and their board decided to oust CEO Sam Altman uh, for what seems to be a lack of transparency for whatever reason we don't know. It caught everyone by surprise, including Sam Altman and his co-founder, Greg Brockman, and the board basically created a coup and he was ousted. Brockman was removed as the chairman, but remained at the company until he obviously resigned very shortly afterwards there was a ton of confusion that happened amongst the existing investors in OpenAI, uh, including Microsoft and Sasha Nadella, uh, including you know the new investors that were going to be joining the newest $85 billion, $90 billion round, Thrive Capital, Tiger Global. This brought out the who's who of entire Silicon Valley, as well as CEOs like Brian Chesky and uh, CEO of coinbase brian armstrong both coming to sam's aid maybe you can tell us what you think fucking happened here because it's crazy we're recording this on monday afternoon so we know that he's no longer the ceo and will not be reinstated after everyone tried to bring him back so what do you think is going on and what the hell
1: happened well in short i don't have a bloody clue (laughs) Um, i am trying to uh, absorb as much as i can now the funny thing was On Thursday, I was at the APEC with Sam and with uh, Nadella there. They were back-to-back in speaking, and uh, the hot topic was AI, and clearly uh, there was zero chatter uh, about it. So the short-term interim CEO, uh, Mira, knew the night before on Thursday night, apparently. But yeah, uh, all I can say is we, we don't know what the... The reason was for the dispute. There is a lot of folks talking about Sam was commercializing the product uh, too quickly uh, for uh, Elon. Uh, Perhaps the next version of ChatGPT gave them the scare of, of EGI. I'm hearing whole sorts of things. So who knows? And who knows if we'll ever know the truth? But one thing we do know, this is an egregious, poor example of governance this might be the fastest vaporization of 80 or 90 billion dollars that we're ever going to see disagreements for those of you who are involved with boards disagreements between the board and management happens 100% of the time and some of them are pretty serious but you don't do this you don't do these things behind the back you don't surprise the ceo you don't have these cockamamie votes that somehow recuses even the chair of the board, where I don't even know why Greg was conflicted. Like I had so many governance questions, but at the end of the day, it was handled extremely poorly. I I don't know if you saw it. uh, Kara Swisher had sent out uh, that list of, I think it was 500, um, five employees out of 700 that actually demanded the board's firing, including Elon signed it himself. And what what is going on here? You know, what the
0: other crazy thing is, I guess to start, the governance and the structure of open AI and the nonprofit and the the profit entity and the reporting requirements, like all of that just didn't seem right to start. And I it does show that like investors will turn a blind eye to certain governance structures, corporate structures, as long as it's going to make them a shit ton of money. And there's a way to see this thing become like a trillion dollar company. So this kind of bit them in the ass because of that structure that they obviously overlooked. But again, you know, the leverage really still sits with employees and the management team and boards need to understand and respect that. I agree with you that shit hits the fan almost 100% of the time with every fast-moving tech company. And there needs to be this uh, balance of empathy towards both sides of the table. But when you do something this abrupt and blow up everything in 24, 48 hours, nobody wins. Like, literally nobody yeah. won- wins here.
1: So no, why? No, the competition won. <laughs> when they're going to get some of those in place. You know what the other thing is, though, Matt? Uh, you know, this was a bizarre structure, but, you know, the, the history of it was really to. Uh, build an open system, hence the name Open AI. And then when when they realized they had a tiger by the tail, you know, they I think it was 2019 they created that subsidiary. But the reason why they really did it, unlike say the Linux Foundation, the compute costs on the training of the data is so expensive that how are they going to fund it? And it was clear. That a decision was made that if they truly wanted to build, what was the vision? They needed to raise third-party capital in order to fund the training data. To suggest that there was some pure vision, well, yeah, I I, I get it in theory, but was it very practical? And if 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 you can't pay for training data and incurring monstrous compute costs. How exactly are you going to build that ultimate vision? That's the part that I was very confused about. Yeah, it sounds
0: like this would have happened eventually because there would have been this tug of war between the the, the nonprofit board and the for-profit board. And you know who comes out looking like a king of kings here? Again, Sachin Nadella. I mean, what a genius move. He signs an agreement to take over basically this company without taking it over. Then the brains and the power behind this thing get ousted, and then he absorbs them back in to Microsoft to lead a new AI division for him, right? He just sent out a tweet earlier today saying
1: For now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, just wins and wins and wins. You and I have said in a previous podcast, I think you had asked, who is the top CEO in the world? Nadella is the king, and he just continues to make a very smart move after another. I, I agree with you. It's a real shimmy. I'm curious to see how many people will defect over. For those of you who are talking about non competes, remember they're in the state of California, which uh, has made non competes illegal. So they can walk across the street. Now they will be subject to confidentiality, but not non competes. So what exactly do you have? And last thing I will say is I don't know Elan very well, but He's got a huge number of followers as well that, you know, that speak extremely highly of him as well. So I, I don't know if you've seen some of his recent tweets, but uh, his comments where he was deeply regretting, you know, what happened. I forget his exact words at the board level. So I'm just kind of feeling a little badly for him in that, Jesus, like, do you really know where this was ending up? Maybe he did it. I I don't know. But it is so bizarre. I got way more questions than I do answers. Yeah, I mean, just so
0: everyone knows who we're talking about, the OpenAI chief scientist is Ilya Sutkever. Uh, and then there was also Adam D'Angelo is the... Ilya. And then there was the core CEO, Adam D'Angelo. And then there was another tech entrepreneur, Tasha McCauley, and and, uh, Georgetown Center for Security and Emerging Technologies, Helen Toner. These are the board members that we're talking about here. You know who's foaming at the mouth uh, right now? Elon Musk and Google. That's who's foaming at the mouth right now because they just saw their largest competitor basically get gutted. Now they're going to take some time to get spun up with something else, but all that manpower is now kind of on the free market, if you will. So it's going to be interesting to see that. Before I let you go, John, you were at the Apex summit. Please tell our audience what the heck was going on there. What was it like to see President Z and obviously Newsom and, and Biden, whatever part of Biden's brain was there, interact and seeing all that from an outsider's perspective?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge conference uh, fan, but I was a, a, a delegate for Canada. Boy, this was by far the most bizarre conference I've ever been. First of all, it's like a mouse in a cage. Uh, it was a maze of four blocks uh, surrounding uh, the Moscone Center. Uh, it was locked down, protesters everywhere, security checkpoints about every block before you got into the actual conference, but... The, the 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 big question other than ai ai was a massive topic everywhere but the other big topic was will the us and china finally knock it off and actually engage and take the temperature down so they did accomplish a couple of things particularly around the military communications but it was clear by thursday the day after the meeting the mood in uh the conference was far more relaxed than it was on Wednesday. And there was this big sigh of relief. Yeah, you know, we haven't solved a lot of the issues, but damn, at least they're 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 talking. So lots more to hear from that. But uh, man, oh man, was it bizarre. Yeah,
0: it definitely seemed very bizarre seeing all the pictures online with all the gates up and everything pushed up and cleaned up. You know, obviously makes you question whether or not they actually care politicians to make things work as a city. Rather than just for a conference, but you know, we'll have to save that for another episode. Thanks for jumping in the tank today, John. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, thanks, man. Hey everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tank Talks. We hope you found today's conversation as insightful as we did. If you're enjoying the show, we've got three quick things to ask of you. First, hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, or YouTube. Next, Follow us and stay up to date on upcoming episodes and behind-the-scenes content on social media with Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And lastly, share the love. If you found value in today's episode, share with a friend or colleague could benefit too. Your support helps us bring in more amazing guests and keeps the Tank Tots engine running. That's it for today. Until next time, keep disrupting and innovating.